Wow, September 1. It'll be pretty soon, and uh, the deer season will be upon us. Um, last week, I had the opportunity to sit down with Josh Cushion of uh, JC Custom Hydrographics, and we got to talk all things um, about his business uh, up at his studio in Nassau. So I will put his contact information in the description. Uh, reach out if you need anything from him. And uh, please enjoy this uh, podcast and uh, get ready to hunt. It's coming soon. Welcome to the 518 Woods and Water Podcast, where each week we will have interesting conversations about all things woods and water. Welcome back to 518 Woods and Water. I'm Adam South, and today I'm here with Josh Cushion. Good, mo- good afternoon, Josh. How are you? Good. Uh, Josh is the owner uh, of JC Custom Hydrographics. Uh, so, Josh, uh, tell us about hydro dipping. Well, it's something I kind of saw online and uh, seen how expensive it was to do, so I figured I'll give it a shot and try to do it myself. Ordered the kit online, pretty much messed up about 40, 50 heads until I got it right, and Finally got it down after questioning a bunch of people online, watching YouTube videos, uh, just testing out everything, trying to dip basically everything that I had in the garage, and you know, like I said, messing up a bunch of times was the just a learning experience. So you took it from something that was a, a hobby into a business. Yes, I started out with uh, doing a couple of my friends, you know, deer heads and stuff, and gun parts, car parts, and you know, basically they let me be the uh, the tester for everything and. One guy wasn't wasn't too happy, so I had to keep doing it probably about 10, 15 times until I got it down and come out perfect. And I said, oh, I'm going to try to do this to strange people I don't know and see how they like it. Your, your work is, is uh, amazing. Um, Brian, our, our other co-host, had uh, him and his son, theirs done. And it truly was, was a, um, it's a piece of art. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of work to it, uh, a lot of learning. I'm still learning as I go. Uh, learning tips and tricks and like I said I, I bother everyone on I can on Facebook guys I don't even know I'll message I start groups and try to talk to them and get tips that they do and I share tips and it's pretty much like a big good group of guys that do hydrographics and stuff and it's a big you know big you know company that's coming on all right so with a deer head take us through the process um, I shoot the deer I bring you the head now now what are we doing Basically, you shoot the deer, you bring me the head, and then I work my magic after that. Um, I skin it, flesh it as much as I possibly can, and then uh, basically I just cover your antlers, I boil them. A lot of people use beetles, and uh, I just come to a, a, a state where I can boil them pretty good, and uh, just comes out really nice. I get the flesh off, it gets the grease off, and you know you save a lot of the important bones on it, and it just comes out... Uh, you know, really good after you boil it, almost as good as beetles. Now, what are you coating? Why are you coat wrapping the antlers? Um, when you boil, you don't want the steam to get on the antlers, or else it'll it'll fade them, darken them, you know, ruin the color to them. So you want to protect them as much as you can. 
All right, so that's going to get the flesh off and the brain matter out and all the cartilage off the the skull. Yes, and I actually uh, came up with my own mixture to boil them in, mm-hmm. and uh, that's kind of a secret. I don't really give that one out. Um, basically, a lot of guys will boil them for you know hour, two hours, three yep. hours. I can boil them in about forty minutes, and you know have it completely good and almost pure white when I'm done. Now, if you o- you can overboil them, right? Yes. Where, where they then fall apart. Yes, you can okay. overboil them and they'll fall apart. You lose teeth, nose pieces, and that's not good. All right. Or you could be like me and cheat and go buy an Uncle Mike's plastic head. Yes, you can do that. Screw your antlers too because you let it sit in your garage too long. Yes. Yep. I have a sensitive stomach sometimes. My my buddies kind of pick on me when I even field dress deer. Doesn't stop me from field dressing them. Yep. But sometimes I add to the pile, if you know <laughs> what I mean. All right. So we, we, we boil it. We have it. Uh, so it's all clean. What's the next step if, if we're going to uh, European mount? Yes. The next step would be to sit in a solution, that, another stuff I mixed up that I really don't tell anybody. But it sits for a good four or five days in a solution, and I use a turkey baster and keep putting the solution on the bone, and it brings out more white and it'll bleach it more and get the rest of that grease out of it that doesn't come out when you're boiling it. And uh, after that, it basically just has to dry. And once it's dry, you can either use another solution to whiten it even more, or you can get it ready for prepping for dipping. So no more setting it out on the wood pile. For no more setting it on the wood pile. Three, three months. Nope, nope. Picking it back up and then, okay. And then see a mouse had chewed it. Yes, <laughs> yep. All right, so that's the, the process to get it to a European mount. And then from there, you're ready to go onto a board? Um, yes, you or, could put it on the board. I mix up another solution into like a paste, which is uh, mainly volume 40 peroxide. You can get at any beauty supply store mm-hmm. and uh, you just paste it on like you would like mix it like a consistency like ketchup and just put it on there for a couple of days and let it do its magic and it'll whiten that deer head right up. All right. So then if we're going to dip the, the skull, what's the process for that? How does that differ? Well, for dipping, you really don't have to whiten it as much because you're going to paint it. But uh, after that, you got to make sure the head is completely dry. If it's the slightest bit wet, the paint won't stick. If it's got any tiny, tiny bit of grease in it, the paint's going to peel right off after you know a month or so. Um, you know, the main part's making sure the grease is gone. The grease is the worst enemy. Okay, and then so then you you um, to put some of these American flag. I was looking in your shop here. We have American flag uh, logos. You got the camo, very popular camo. I bet. Yes. Uh, white camo, pink camo. Um, so are you hand painting that onto the skull? No, that's actually a film I get from my suppliers. Um, most of the patterns I get, I try to keep you know a few on hand here. Uh, most of the popular ones are the American flag, snow camo. I get mossy oak now. Um, and you basically, all you do is you just paint the deer head, you, you prep it, paint it, tape your antlers off so you don't get no overspray on the antlers. And uh, once you do that, you, you let the paint dry. And then I move over to my tank where... You basically lay the film on top, and it looks like a piece of uh, saran wrap laying on top of water. And you spray this stuff called activator on top of it, and it turns the film into a liquid. And then once that's ready, you can push your head through it, and the film chemically bonds into the paint, and uh, it sticks to the pattern. So hydro dipping's been around for a while. Um, I remember back uh, American Choppers they yes. were doing the million-dollar bike. Yep, and, and they did the it, tank. They went up to uh, the Finger Lakes yes. to hydro dip up there, uh, and that was a really neat process um have you done any hydro dipping where you use the spray paint into the water to do the swirls i've had a couple guys ask me that and i just told them kindly no i can't do that (laughs) 
Uh, I'm a technology teacher. I teach shop classes, and uh, we've done that a couple times in our shop, and it doesn't come out right. 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 It, yeah, it's it different. It takes a lot of practice. Different style paint. It doesn't really stick as well after yeah. a couple months, and it'll come right off. Oh, is that right? Yes, I've had to fix a bunch of those. People bring me. All right. So the process. Uh, we we went through the process of doing a European mount, doing a, a dipped mount. Um, and what about the tags? What should we do with the our, our tag once we shoot that deer? Well, um, by law, the tag has to stay with the meat. So most of the guys will write down their document number or they write the doc number down on their meat and then bring the tag with me. And then usually I'll write down all the information and uh, I'll give it right back to them. As long as I have that doc number, your phone number, um, all the information off the tag, then I just give it right back. So we talked when I got here about possibly going out to Ohio to hunt some, some slammer deers, and you were going to share some pins with me. Yes. Um, so if I get that slammer and I want to bring it back to you, what do I need to do? Basically, every ounce of meat that can be possibly taken off has to be off of it, um, like the tongue, the eyes. The brain matter has to be completely out. Um, I get a couple guys who bring me antelope every year. I don't know if that's on the list or not, but they, those guys do a phenomenal job. And they, they skin it, they take all the meat off it, and I think they even dump a little bit of bleach, which they really shouldn't, but they dump bleach in the back of the skull just to make sure everything, any kind of ounce of brain matter is out of it. Oh, okay. And then uh, we just bring that to you, and you can work your magic. Right, right. All right. So does DEC come up to visit from time to time? Uh, yes, I actually give them a key to my shop, so that's why it's very important. Uh, make sure you at least tag your stuff or I have your information. They, uh, they check everything. I give them samples. I think last year I gave them close to 50 samples during bow season and rifle season, and they take jaw bones and glands out of the throat to uh, test for chronic waste, and they get an accurate age on the deer. You had mentioned you were getting better at aging the deer from what they've taught you. Yes, from learning from those guys. I mean, I've learned a ton. I can just look at deer now and pretty come pretty close to them. Everybody always wants to know the biggest, so I want to go backwards. What's the smallest thing you've hydrodipped? Um, not so much hydro dipped. I've done a couple of turkey heads where I've cleaned the skulls out, uh, a few squirrels, um, coffee cups. I mean, that's for, for hydro dipping. Uh, didn't, I did a couple of mice, little what? mice skulls. I mean, they were, they were tough. I mean, those you really can't boil. There's another couple processes I do with those. Uh, turkey heads, like I said, were a nightmare. It was kind of like a test trial and they actually come out pretty good. Uh, so then let's go to the biggest stuff you've, you've mounted. Um, well, the biggest was probably a moose. moose. Uh, yeah, that was that was fun. I had to custom make a tank. I uh, went up to a junkyard and cut a, a tank out of a car and used the gas tank as a big boiling pot to get all the flesh off the moose head. And the antlers were an absolute nightmare because they were so big and so heavy. And trying to get them through the door of the shop was pretty hard to do because it was so big. And uh, the customer was really happy with it. And I feel like I didn't charge enough, but he was happy. That's all that matters. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so this is a business. How can people get a hold of you? Um, mainly I just use Facebook for, you know, posting pictures. Uh, you can call or text me 518-369-7769. If I don't answer, text me, you know, I'm always up. I work odd hours. So always we'll, around. We'll put Josh's contact information in the show notes so you can see how to get a hold of him. Um, so this, the, coming to the, your busy season, right? Right. Yep. We're, we're a few weeks away from October one. Um, what, if you could give advice to somebody who's going to be coming to you to have it, uh, a mount done, whether European or a hydro dipped skull, uh, what piece of advice, what would make your job easier? 
just bring it over as soon as you possibly can. Those rotten heads, I mean, early bow season, when you get the heads that, you know, guys have set out for a couple of days and they get the flies on them. And, you know, I've, I've gained a pretty good stomach from doing this, you know, and I've get, get ones with maggots on them. And it's pretty tough to do. I mean, the earlier the better. And, you know, toward the end of the season, try to get them to me as soon as you can, not wait till January, February when it's, when it's cold out so I'm not boiling out in the frigid cold. All right, so you hear that? Get get them up to Josh as quick as possible. Um, now, uh, the oddest thing you've dipped. Let's. Um, the oddest thing. I mean, doing this, I get to meet a ton of people. I mean, I've seen animals that I would never see. I mean, I've done antelope. I've done elk. Uh, actually, had a guy was kind of creepy. He wanted me to do his dog, so I didn't know the laws about that. So I kindly <laughs> told him no. <laughs> And he kept pestering me and pestering me. And I just, some things I got to draw the line on. I mean, stuff like that. You just got to say no. We had a black lab who passed away over a year ago. And my wife, the, his ears were the softest thing. And she always said that was what she was going to get. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to get that mountain. Just his ears. Right, <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, God. All right. So, uh, yeah, kindly no no to the dog. Yep. Um, but coyote. Coyotes, bobcats. Right. I've done a few mountain lions. Um, I do the a one, lot of the ones we hear about on yeah yep New York mountain lions New yep. York mountain lions you, you heard it here folks <laughs> Brian uh, Canzeri is going to have a fun one with that oh yeah <laughs> um, so uh, looking how many skulls do you go through in a season typically um, I think last year was probably my best year I did close to uh, 600 skulls um, also do gun stocks bows mainly hunting items right now um, yeah last last season was was great it was a good season. Good. So you do kind of do anything that'll fit in your tank. Right, right. All right. Um, so what got you into the outdoors? What was your connection to hunting and fishing? Um, basically grew up into it. I think uh, I got a picture when I was a little baby. Um, I was probably not even a year old yet. My father threw two ducks in the, uh, the crib at me. And I think that just got the blood on my skin and just got me into it. So I started from a young age hunting with him and my grandfather and just going on from there. Now, any deer on the radar that you're looking for this year? You Not know? yet. Still kind of searching. Still searching for yeah. that, that that hit list deer. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, I want to. I really want to thank you for coming on the show and talking hydro dipping. Absolutely. Um, again, your contact information, your phone number again. 518-369-7769. Thanks for listening. I do want to make a couple comments after talking with Josh and going around his studio. There's a lot of mounts that are left behind. Um, you know, he puts in a lot of time to get these right. So make sure you do right by him and pick them up. I also encourage him to, you know, start taking deposits because, you know, that's only fair. If you're enjoying the podcast, um, I know next week you're going to listen to uh, a time management episode with uh, Brian Cole, myself, and Rich Wolf. Uh, we, we all shoot 3D archery in the summer. And uh, that's a good, it'll be a good listen. Um, and if you're enjoying it, please hit the subscribe button. And if you're on iTunes, please click that rightmost star. Uh, and we will bring you more. If you know anybody who would be a great addition, reach out through social media or email 518woodsandwater at gmail.com. And also, uh, if you know anybody who might be interested in sponsoring the show, uh, we are trying to fund this uh, through our own pockets right now, and we don't look to make any money. We just look to offset some of our costs. So that could be uh, a, a help as well. So thank you. 
And does the DEC stop up from time to time? Uh, yes, the biologists are here once a week. Um, I actually got involved with uh, Stacy Presser, um, very, very smart lady. Um, they come up and they, uh, they take samples. I give them samples of jaw bones and glands in the back of the throat, which they test for chronic wasting, and they age hair, which is a very good, uh, very good uh, information they need you know, to help them out. We were just joined by... That's Rourke. This? Rourke. <laughs> My bird dog. Oh, Rourke, you are beautiful. What is Rourke? Uh, he's a German short hair pointer. German short hair pointer. He is just beautiful. <laughs> he's got to come say hi. Yes, that is fine. We love, we love the four-legged guy. <laughs>